Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Coach Nutt, good morning. Thanks for joining us. How are you? Good morning, Gio and Jones. Good morning. <laughs> What's happening, man? So we got a, a slate of uh, tremendous games uh, this weekend, of course. Uh, but first, let's 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 get to the rankings last night. Anything there that uh, moved your needle at all last night from the committee? No, not really. Not really. This uh, this is the week. A uh, lot of big games. It's all going to take care of itself, right, these next two weekends. Well, Coach, let's talk rivalry games real quick. And, of course, uh, the Iron Bowl, we'll hit on that. But we want to talk Jim Harbaugh, at least I do, because we were discussing his track record there at Michigan and how I think he's going to start feeling just a tinge of heat, not a ton, but – uh, when you you know during your coaching days and your three time SEC coach of the year, those rivalry games, how significant? How, how was it impressed upon you that you had to win those games in particular? <laughs> That's a great one, BJ. I tell you, when I was at Arkansas, when we when we were in the SEC, we really had to manufacture that rival. When we moved in there, uh, unlike the Southwest Conference days, Southwest Conference days, we knew Arkansas knew. Hey, it's Arkansas and Texas. In SEC, you know, they, they we tried to make the LSU game a big-time game. Had the boot, all these things. But here's where I really learned about a rival game. When I went to Ole Miss uh, at Arkansas, we beat Mississippi State nine out of ten times. Went to Ole Miss my first year. We beat uh, Coach Sylvester Crew, Mississippi State. Really beat them really good. Didn't think nothing about it. But the very next year, got beat by Mississippi State, but we're at Ole Miss. And I never will forget, I'm going down 15 miles from my house to get some horse feed, and this guy who's checking me out, <laughs> Ole Miss man, we're, hey, we're going to the Cotton Bowl. We're going to play Mike Leach. We're going to the Cotton Bowl. He says, um, Coach Nutt, I know y'all think y'all had a good year, but you didn't beat Mississippi State. And that is very, very important. So the next time you come down here to get your feed, I expect you to have a win against Mississippi State. And I said, whoa, hey, good morning to you too. And I got in my truck, and I knew right there things are different. This rivalry is so important. And all across the country, you can say, ah, it's okay. No, no, it's very important, and it's 365 days. They live it. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this is a referendum game for Jim Harbaugh's tenure there. I know it's early on, but if it, they're a 12-point underdog at home to their biggest rival in year three of Jim Harbaugh, which should not be happening at this point. We'll see how the game plays out. But uh, if you would have told Michigan uh, alumni, the administration, and their fans that in year three of Jim Harbaugh they'd be a 12-point underdog at home to Ohio State, they'd probably vomit at that point. So, I mean, how much does this game mean to 
his tenure there, or do you still think that it's early for those type of conversations? I think it's big, and, and I think the early part's kind of uh, – that's, that's going to by the wayside. It's time. And uh, I, I can guarantee you the alum, the fans, they want this game. And they're going to expect it from Coach Harbaugh. And he will feel that heat that B.J.'s talking about uh, because this rival, <laughs> it, it, it's so big. And so you're talking year three and you're a 12-point underdog. Mm, that's not it. It's, a, it's, it's just that time. It's just that, that, that atmosphere that we're in. And Coach Harbaugh, when he first got there, I mean, it's rocking and rolling, uh, naming the paper and climbing trees and spending night with everybody. Hey, it's all good. That's all great, bringing great attention. But now it comes down to uh, we're ready to win, and we're ready to win championships. And, oh, by the way, we want to beat our rival as well. Coach, uh, Chip Kelly's name is in the news and being associated with a number of jobs, Florida in particular, UCLA, now that uh, that one has opened up with the firing of, of Jim Mora. Uh, Chip Kelly didn't uh, fare so well in the NFL, so his last two jobs, Eagles and the 49ers, lackluster, but yet he's still top of a lot of teams' lists. The collegiate level, do you think he goes to Florida or will he pick UCLA? And, and is he still – well, it's obviously he's still head, held in high regard, but uh, isn't some of the shine off of his coaching prowess? You know, when you, when you hear Chip Kelly, uh, especially in, in the college, when you think about the college days, you go back to Oregon, man, he had a great run. And that's what they remember when you think about college. You know, he was innovative. Uh, his offenses were up and down the field, fast break, fun to watch. And so that's what they remember. Uh, I think you've got to kind of put put aside the, the NFL days when these college search committees and presidents and alums said, hey, yeah, we'll, we'll take Chip Kelly because we remember what he did with the Ducks. And so saying all that, his name is real, real hot. I, I, you know, I don't know which way he's leaning, but you would think to me it, it would be in California because he's, of course, he's recruited everywhere, but I would I would say he probably recruited more in California to Oregon uh, than the Florida. Florida to right now the SEC East seems like to me it's got a little ways to go. I mean it is tough, uh, but of course there's athletes in Florida every day. We know that, but in just some outsider looking in, guys, I think uh, I think UCLA is where he's going to fall. Another name we hear constantly is John Gruden, and I just can't stand it anymore. Every time there's a job open in the NFL, it's John Gruden, of course, being linked to Tennessee. Now they're called groomers down there. Uh, In your mind, is there any reason to believe that John Gruden could be the next head coach of Tennessee? You know, I don't have any inside info, guys, on that, but I'm just, again, sitting here watching Monday Night Football and seeing this guy have fun on TV, and guess what? He doesn't ever lose. He don't ever <laughs> lose, and it makes a very, real nice paycheck from what I understand. I, I just can't see it. I can't see him getting on the uh, that college deal, that grind of going to recruit when I don't know if he, he's recruited in this. this I don't. Matter of fact, I know he hadn't recruited the last five or six years where things have turned up, where – I'm talking about the, 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 the grind of 365 days a year. You're recruiting, and now you got early signing dates. I, I think he even made mention of the fact that, boy, I'd have to really study this rule book because I, I don't know the rules. There's so many different type of rules. So I, I just I can't see it, guys. 
<laughs> I'm with you. He's not going to the college game. <laughs> I, I, I agree, Coach. Now, Kevin Sumlin, there's news. Uh, there was news breaking yesterday as we were wrapping up uh, inside college football about Kevin Sumlin. Reports that he is definitely out, win or lose, uh, versus LSU, a team he has yet to beat uh, since A and M or since he uh, took over there at A and M. Uh, are you hearing that as well? And and where do you think he lands? Because I'm also hearing rumors that he may land at Arizona State because they are yeah. thinking about making a move uh, with their coach, Todd Grantham. Or yeah, Todd Graham. I, I, I always call him Grantham. Todd Graham. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Um, you know, uh, Kevin's a good friend of mine. I, I, I really think a lot of him. And uh, I, I know he's going to land somewhere. I really do. But, uh, you know, that's just the world we're in. And uh, that the window is very, very tight now. It used to be, hey, let's give somebody five, six, seven years. Mm, no. No, no, no. That that it's re- much smaller now, much smaller. And uh, you got to win. They, everybody wants to win. Yesterday, uh, the fat, sad thing about it is in the SEC West. Hey, not everybody's going to win. Not everybody's going to Atlanta. I mean, <laughs> right now Nick Saban's got a hold uh, uh, on that conference, especially on that side, because he can say next better than anybody. And he's he's getting the best players. He's proved it the last four or five years. But I'm like you. I'm hearing a lot of rumors that. Uh, that he'll be uh, landing somewhere in a pretty good job. Gio Jones with Houston Nut across the country on CBS Sports Radio. All right, how about that Iron Bowl as we sit here on mm. Wednesday morning? How do you feel about the game and how it's going to go? I always love this game, big-time rival. And uh, right now Auburn is really playing at a high level. If you go back and look at their defense, their defense has always been there. You go back against Clemson. Uh, they played well enough to win. The offense wasn't wasn't quite ready or couldn't go against uh, Clemson very well, couldn't execute because their defense was so dominant. Um, but when you look at them now, the last few weeks, now the offense team has, has caught up. Uh, they got Kerryon Johnson. They got him rolling. Jarrett Stidham knows where to go with the football. And Darius Slayton has really turned into a guy that, boy, he goes to, he's stretching the field. He's, he's creating separation. He's making it happen. And – I tell you, if they had Cameron Petway as a big old pile pusher, a bowling ball guy, and carry on Josh that one-two punch, I think it'd be even more difficult for Alabama. Uh, but I've been going back and forth on this game. At first, I was thinking Auburn's going to win this thing, and and then, boy, you're sitting there with Alabama. You love how they play. I, I, I love Jalen Hurts. I love his demeanor. He's a coach's son. Uh, doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low. And just like in uh, Start Vegas the other day or Startville, uh, Jalen Hurts goes and finds a way to put his team on his back. And uh, Coach Grantham is just blitzing, blitzing, blitzing every other play. And it's third and eight, third and 12. Jalen Hurts finds a way to move the chains. And uh, just awesome. I'm, I, I, this thing that comes in my mind is him throwing that slant right in the teeth of the blitz. Perfect timing. Uh, has to make that play. And then another play where he, they're blitzing, he finds a way to escape and runs for the first down. And i tell you what, Damian Harris, Bo Scarborough, Ridley, they got enough weapons. I keep going back and forth. Uh, but, boy, he's lost so many linebackers. Which linebackers are coming back? I don't know. Man, I, that's going to be a great game. <laughs> so you take it over. <laughs> I've been taking over for the last two weeks, but now I'm, I'm thinking Alabama. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, what What is your your Heisman uh, list? Well, let me ask you this first. Uh, yep. What did you make of uh, Baker Mayfield and his antics last weekend yeah. and subsequent press conference where he and uh, head coach Lincoln Riley got a little teary-eyed? Right. Um, 
Well, I tell you one of the things that, that was disappointing, BJ, is when you go to the midfield, and I saw these two little boys out there. They couldn't be seven or eight years old. And they're sitting there witnessing when Baker Mayfield's trying to shake hands with Kansas, and they wouldn't shake hands. And you got two little boys watching that. I thought that was pitiful. And then uh, Baker has kind of been in this routine of um, – whether it be the summertime in Fayetteville, Arkansas, or uh, doing the flag or whatever, I mean, come on, you know the camera's on you, Baker. Uh, you're you're going you're fixing to come up there and be interviewed by uh, Brian Jones next week, and uh, you're gonna be you got a great chance of getting the highest honor ever. Come on, and so he's gonna get that award, but he's he's gotta he's gotta get better at that. Mike, how many times you gonna apologize? And so. We're, we're not we're not really when you hit about that fifth apology you know that crying wolf gets old but i love his attitude on the field i love his competitive i love all that i love watching him play he's so accurate and he's a winner i get all that but uh it's time to say hey, put all that other little stuff away because the camera's on you hey you still you're still going to win this heisman trophy but now be the example there's a seventh grader uh, that plays quarterback, but guess what? He watches the way you walk, the way you talk. He watches the way you play. They're watching you. Come on. So let's put all that little small stuff aside. Uh, yeah, I saw the teary-eyed deal and all that. That's okay. That's fine. Let's go. Tired of hearing about the apologies. I- I'm ready for him to to let's shape up. You're, you're a winner. Let's be a winner on and off the field. If you were an NFL general manager, would some of these things that you reference scare you off of him when it came to draft night? Uh, you know, it, it would. I would definitely check into it. If I'm sitting there in the NFL room and you go back and do the history of uh, Jameis Winston and you look at some of these other guys that, that's won the Heisman Trophy and they're in the NFL, um, I, I just think the guy's a winner if you if you if you. But if you change offenses and try to make him a true, let's get back the old time of NFL quarterback, I'm going to put you up under the center. And I don't think that works. When you go back and look at Robert Griffin and all these guys, that they're 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 type of quarterbacks that you got to move them, you got to put them in gun, and let them play. If you do that, I probably would take him. But I would set him down and have something a little clause in that contract. Hey, if you're going to act crazy. You're going to act a fool, and you're going to embarrass our, your team. It ain't about you now. It's about team. It's the greatest team sport in the world, so it's about team. If you can put team before yourself, I'm all for you. Coach, we always love talking to you. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family, and I'm sure we'll get a chance to speak again soon. Can't wait, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. All right, Coach. See you Friday. Oh. Houston Nutt on Gio and Jones. Former SEC Coach of the Year, now at CBS Sports Network as a college football analyst. All right, well, coming up next, the most popular segment of the week. We usually do it on Fridays. We had to bump it up to Wednesdays because of the holiday. Mikey B has already spoken to Coop downstairs, our security guard, not only to get his picks this week, but also his Thanksgiving traditions. You don't want to miss it. Andrew Bogish update and Coop. Keep it right here. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones on CBS Sports Radio. It's going to be tough to top that. 
from yeah. last week. Enjoy your family. <laughs> Enjoy your family. Enjoy your family. Your family. Elrose, stay out. Elrose, stay your ass out. Don't try to walk back your comments, Elrose. You call them soft. But you you signed the soft folks, Elrose. Okay. Well, we've got Bogish with us, and he's got another update for us this morning. Hold on, I'm yelling at Mike. He's part of the family. Well, what are you yelling at Mike for? Enjoy your family. I I suggested that Mike should make like a holiday liner, which I'm assuming everyone will start recording soon, that says like, hi, this is Koo from Gio and Jones. Enjoy your family. Monday through Friday. Uh And Mike basically told me that he doesn't want to do it. No, that's not what I said. The problem is when you guys are on the air and Andrew's talking in the cube and he doesn't understand he has to enunciate and speak louder, it sounds like, okay, oh, no idea what he's saying. You need to enunciate, he, dude. That, uh, he's lying. I'm going to do my update in three, two, and one. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. <laughs> the New York Giants, one of six teams playing on Thanksgiving in Washington tomorrow night. O-lineman Justin Pugh won't play because of a back injury, but still must wait until Friday to eat. Everything. Uh, obviously, mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, cornbread are probably my go-to's. Um, obviously, the turkey. I kind of put it all like on like a sandwich and just just house it. I mean, I'm uh, 310 pounds, so there's not much I don't like. You don't have cornbread on Thanksgiving. You have cornbread dressing. You don't have cornbread. What are you talking about pew? Thanks, Greg. Maybe they pew. do it the pew household. <laughs> cornbread. You ever think about that? Yeah, huh? Yeah. Maybe they have their bread. own traditions. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck with that. They don't have play bread. cousins. They have real cousins. <laughs> yeah, when you have both parents, you have straight oh, shut cornbread. Up. I'm sorry. We had cornbread dressing. <laughs> and, and, hey, uh, play cousins have food. That's why they play cousins. Uh, as for the game tomorrow night, Giants receiver Sterling Shepard's in doubt because of migraines, while Washington head coach Jay Gruden admitted yesterday it's been hard to practice because he has so many Injured players. The Broncos expected to start QB Paxton Lynch Sunday against the Raiders, <laughs> who fired defensive coordinator Ken Norton Jr. yesterday. Oakland allowing opposing QBs to complete a league high 72% of passes. Jerry Jones has apparently rescinded his threat of lawsuits over Roger Goodell's pending new contract and the Seahawks waving veteran pass rusher Dwight Freeney after three sacks in four games. Alabama, Miami, Clemson, Oklahoma ran atop the college football playoff rankings with one minor change. The Tigers came before the Hurricanes last week. Texas A&M coach Kevin Sumlin will reportedly be fired sometime after this weekend's game with LSU. Aggies basketball with a 98-87 defeat of Penn State in the Legends Classic Final in Brooklyn. Number 13, Notre Dame pounded LSU 92-53 to reach the Maui Invitational title game. That's tonight against number 6, Wichita State. And our boy, Fish, back at it again for Kansas. <laughs> now a lob to Snee, and a two-hand thunder jam from Stiatislav Mikhailu. Brian Haney on the Jayhawks Radio Network. Third-ranked Kansas took down Texas Southern 114-71. The only NBA action last night, the Lakers 103-94 home win over the Bulls. Chicago led 61-42 shortly after halftime. How'd you come back, Kyle Kuzma? Oh, we, we just, you know, we got stops. Kuzma scored a <laughs> team-high 22 <laughs> points as well. Shohei Otani now officially a possibility for Major League Clubs. The two-way Japanese star should be put up for bidding by his current team in early December. Now that MLB, the Players Association, and Japan's Pro League have signed off on a new transfer agreement, the Rangers can give Otani the largest signing bonus, roughly $3.5 million. 
and former Braves GM John Coppola banned for life for <laughs> rampant rule-breaking in signing international free agents and draft picks, and all 13 prospects cut loose from the Braves organization. Wow. What, what an yeah. idiot. Oh, man. Banned Lifetime life. banned. Lifetime yeah. permanently ineligible list. Mm-hmm. That is incredible. That is and incredible. if Otani goes to the Yankees, maybe Mike Francesa can manage him. Yeah. Because I don't know if you guys have this audio. I forgot to ask you, but... You know, the, the talk show host next door to us has been doing it for 30 years in New York. Mike Francesa is retiring uh, in December. So uh, next month, his last show is December 15th, and he is one of the pioneers in this business. And if it wasn't for him and Chris Russo, we probably wouldn't have sports talk the way we have it these days. Um, and he's done. So people are asking him, you know, what could he do for his retirement? Like, what's his next job? And he actually believes that... You know, he could manage the Yankees, and that people have asked him about this, so they're not going to give me the job, but he is not kidding. And he believes he can go from the radio booth, the studio that he does his show from, right into that dugout to manage the New York Yankees. It's incredible. Yeah, I, I, I saw the, the comments. I thought we were going to play the audio. I guess we don't have it. Oh, you do have it. Okay, well, that's why you, I right. had that pregnant You think you can manage the Yankees. <laughs> Don't hang up. Do I think I can manage the Yankees? Sure, but yeah, I, I'm not going to get a chance to manage the Yankees. Yeah, I would love to try, but they wouldn't let me. Why don't you give it a shot? Hey, no, they're not going to be because, because listen. Trump could be president, listen, you could be managing the Yankees. I definitely could, but the point is they're not going to hire me to do that because they're going to hire someone who either spent 20 years playing the game or 15 years playing the game or spend that time as a coach and a manager, and I understand that because just like they're not going to give someone – a radio, my radio show, who doesn't have any experience, at least behind a microphone, they're not going to give someone the Joe's job who hasn't been connected to the sport on the major league level, which I, it makes plenty of sense. Absolutely. But would I like to try that? Yeah, that'd be fun. I really, I would love to try that. <laughs> I, would, wow. yeah, I would love it. But it's not going to happen. But I, I, would, I would love doing it, yeah. Wow. It'd I mean, he's fun. dead serious. I How do you not just laugh that off? It's incredible to me. Yeah. Like, he's of course, like, well, not gonna, of course it's going to be fun. It. Yeah. yeah I mean, what do you mean? It's going to be fun. Yeah. It'd be great. It'd be great. The Cowboys called up and said, hey, why don't you come play linebacker for us right now? Yeah. It'd be fun. No, it wouldn't. It'd be great. Dudes running me over? That wouldn't be fun. No, I know I'd get out of the way. I'd duck. But, I mean, come on. That's ridiculous. And he took that serious. I know. I know. I don't know how you just don't just laugh that off. Right. And for those who know what he looks like, yeah. Him in a uniform <laughs> in the dugout Whoa. is the funniest Whoa. visual. Like, imagine him walking out to make a pitching change. Seriously. Like, <laughs> you mean wobbling out? In the pinstripes. <laughs> Just picture that. Going to the bullpen. I don't um, want to. Yeah. <laughs> that, is a, that is just amazing. All right. Uh, so here comes Coop this week. So we've got his picks, and then we've got his Thanksgiving stuff. I mean, it's going to be tough to top last week and, and him talking about Elrose. But uh, here we go. Coop, by the way, terrible year. 8-17-2 with his picks, 1-2 last week. His one win, though, was the Giants. He did have that. Remember when he said the, the Giants done to da da dude? Uh, well, he, he hit the nail on the head with that because they absolutely did. Exactly that. They done the so, dude. Yeah, they uh, they da 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 do da da da. Well, I, <laughs> so it's just got to be so confusing for yeah. him to try to speak. Um, so here we go. Uh, this is Coop getting ready for a uh, Thanksgiving football slate. Week twelve NFL picks. Coop, how are you? 
I'm doing fine. We'll be doing all Thanksgiving games here, Coop. It's Minnesota at Detroit. Minnesota favored by three. Minnesota. Why? Uh, just like Minnesota. Minnesota got a better record, right? <laughs> I knew they got a better record. Minnesota got a good team, you know. <laughs> Chargers at Cowboys. Chargers favored by one point. Cowboys got to win. They got to win this game. They got to win. Giants at Washington. Washington favored by seven and a half points. I'll take the Giants again. I'll take the Giants again. I got, they got a quarter. One thing about the Giants, they still got that quarterback, right? <laughs> Coop, for the Minnesota-Detroit game, they're actually going to bring Vikings and Lions onto the field to play a couple of series. What do you think of that? That's no good. Hmm. Where you bring them on the field from? The, I, 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 hey, I, the, the Lions, the Vikings and the Lions, take the Lions. The Lions going to eat them. he's not kidding is he serious his most in-depth breakdown in months is on animals (laughs) i know a lion will eat a viking the lion will eat him (laughs) why are they gonna do that oh my goodness and then he loves that eli manning because they got they still got that quarterback he loves that he's still there that peyton manning as he said in one week Oh, they good. Yeah, he still <laughs> thinks Peyton Manning plays in the league and for the Giants. It's not Eli, oh, but, but yet Peyton. Uh, all right, so now we go to Coop and his Thanksgiving and what he has going on for this holiday. For Thanksgiving, do you have any family traditions? <laughs> Set back, eat, talk, and be merry. All the families had, had enjoy all the trimming. Mm-hmm. Especially uh, the big old turkey. No fish. My man, the man that worked with me, he eating fish for Thanksgiving. I don't, I don't deal with fish. I deal with that later on. I want my turkey. No, especially one that Donald Trump got. <laughs> What's your favorite side dish, Coop? Uh, sweet potato pie. Why? <laughs> it's, it, it's good. And I say why? It's, that's the tradition. Potato pie is good. You like apple pie. Yes. I know you like apple pie. Why? People cook that all <laughs> Wow. He's got a gallery, too. Well, first of all, you asked him about a side dish, and he gives you an answer dessert. about dessert. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and was he profiling you? You like yeah, apple I pie. Know. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what that was about, Mike? Did he white people have apple pie? Yeah, a white person apple pie joke. <laughs> wow. It's, it's, guy, it's good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Guess who made an apple pie? The cooking and washing woman. Oh, did she? Pumpkin, and, which I don't eat, and an apple pie. I, who the hell wants an apple pie on Thanksgiving? Me. Yeah, I want sweet that? potato pie. Mm. Uh, it's got to be a black thing then. Yeah. <laughs> of course Coop, it is. Coop wanted it too. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the divide wow. And what's the fish have to do with Thanksgiving? What is he I talking about? There's just no fish. <laughs> The guy, the, what do you say, the guy that I work with wants fish? No fish? I don't know. Uh, well, <laughs> you know what's great turkey. about him is, is how simplistic he is. Like, he really, I, I wish that I could achieve that type of logic in my brain. You know, why is this team going to win? Because they're good. <laughs> why do you like sweet potato pie? Because it's good. Like, <laughs> instead of overthinking these things, I mean, yeah. Coop's. What's good? What's not good? 
what he likes, what he doesn't like, and then he sleeps. That's it. <laughs> He's drilled it down to the lowest common denominator, right? <laughs> it really is amazing. I mean, we could all learn something from him. I want all the trimmings and be married and sleep. Why do you like, like apple pie? Because you're white. Okay. <laughs> right. All right. Exactly. All I, I enjoy all the trimming. Especially yeah. oh. the big old turkey. Hey, big old turkey. <laughs> all the femmes enjoy all the trimming. You hear them? Femmes. All the femmes. All the femmes enjoy all the no, trimming. The and he says turkey so well. I know, turkey. turkey. The big old turkey. <laughs> it got good to him. It's, it's good. I still... Oh, man. I still cannot believe that he interviewed for a security guard job <laughs> and got it. <laughs> he knew somebody in the boss's family. <laughs> I guess so. Like, oh, we got to take care of Coop. Let's let's put him in there. <laughs> let's make him security guard. But Enjoy your family. The, think about how he answers every question. Why do you want to be a security guard? Uh, I mean, because it's good. <laughs> it's a good job. <laughs> Sit around. It's a good job. All right. Oh, man. Tell me, tell me something about yourself. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good at what I do. How do, you th- how do you think you did today on the job? I did good. good. <laughs> I did good. I mean, the Giants still have that quarterback. You know. All right. Well, good job, Mikey B. Yeah. Uh, you think he'll continue to do this for the rest of the year? Do you Heck think yeah. he's getting a little bit annoyed by it? No, he loves it. He loves. No, he it. does love it. Yeah, okay. he does. All right. Good. Because in the beginning, I thought maybe he's because sometimes he sounds a little bit annoyed by the whole process. Well, Mikey B had just woken him up, man. I mean, you can't wake the man up from his nap, not uh, expect him to be you know grumpy. Yeah, you know what would be funny is if we staged like a intrusion in the building. Oh man! And then like Coop ripped off his face like in Scooby Doo, and like there was like a <laughs> Navy Seal under there. <laughs> you hear that? Oh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> Coop pulls out a big old magnum. Forty-four <laughs> magnum starts right. blasting. Yeah. Yeah, who's laughing now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think I knew what I was doing? Enjoy your family. Give me a break. <laughs> so, this is like a five-year entrapment plan yeah. to yeah. lure somebody in yep. with their I lack so. of basic. All right. Mhm. I, so. I, th- I think so. Uh, All right. So, coming up next, we have our picks. It won't be as entertaining as Coop's picks. You know, I think I'm just going to do the picks like Coop. I'm just going to say, you know, I'm picking some team because they're good. Yep. They still have that quarterback. That's it. We're coming right back. Keep up with the latest on the show on Twitter at Geo and Jones. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Sign up to be an O Rewards member today and start earning instantly. O Rewards members earn $5 back for every 150 points you earn. It's fast, easy, and free. And only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. See store for details. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. It is Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio, our last segment of the week. And then we will be back on Monday after a little bit of a holiday break that we hope everybody enjoys. So we will be doing our picks this morning and another mediocre week for us. I went three and three last week. 
and thought I was really on to something, thought I had a 3-0 and week in college football, got a backdoor cover, didn't work out, and then ended up going 1-2 and in the NFL. Uh, Brian 0-3 in college last oh. week, but bounced – Bounced back in the NFL at 2-0-1, mm. so he finished up 2-3-1. and On the season, I'm five games over 500 at 34-29 and and five games ahead in the win column in front of Brian, who is 29-31-3. So here we go, a Thanksgiving edition of our picks. Gobble, gobble! We will start with college We talked a lot about this game earlier, and I just think that this is going to be talked about a ton afterwards, and negatively, when you talk about Jim Harbaugh and Michigan. Ohio State, yes, they're finicky, and you don't know what team you're going to get and all this stuff. Well, they better show up with their best game in this game. They are a big favorite in a rivalry game, but we talked about Wisconsin and Michigan and how that defense was playing well early, and then Peters goes out, things change. But, I mean, I saw Hornybrook throw a couple dimes in that game and start moving the football on that defense. They ran an end around that Michigan wasn't prepared for. Ohio State's got a much better offense than Wisconsin has. Uh, This, I think, could get ugly. I really do believe even a home game for Michigan, you know, maybe it's close early. That defense is impressive early, but I really do think Ohio State pulls away in this one. Give me Ohio State as a 12-point favorite on the road at Michigan. When I look for a win in college football, I go to this team over and over again. They only hurt me one time in a head-to-head matchup with Brian, and that is Georgia. They are an 11-point favorite going to Georgia Tech, and I just think that they've been sort of the forgotten team after what happened to them against Auburn and their deservedly so. They should have dropped. They should have been a team that people were off of after that game because they got blown out. But I think that they're too good to forget about, and I think this is a game that, even in a rivalry game for them, and even in a game that people believe it might be a little bit closer than I do, I think that they really show again, like, don't forget about us. We still have an opportunity here. We're still pretty damn good. I could see this one being a a three-touchdown win for Georgia. Georgia minus 11 at Georgia Tech. And I can't go to this game and not pick it, right? <laughs> so on Friday, Heinz Field, Pitt plus 13 and a half, hosting Miami. I really wanted to pick Miami. I did. But I can't sit in that stadium and root for Miami with the history that I have with Pitt football and working for them and being in Pittsburgh. So this is an emotional pick. This is not a head pick. So give me the Pitt Panthers keeping this thing close and maybe even winning the game. No, they're not going to do that. <laughs> Pitt plus 13 and a half against number two, Miami at home. Oh, let's start with the big one on Saturday, the Iron Bowl, Alabama, as Coop would say, <laughs> versus Auburn. Auburn, that front four, man, they actually have a front eight. Like Alabama employs, they have a nice rotation. Jeff Holland, let's see if he's healthy. There's sack leader, tackles for loss leader, Dontavious Russell, Derrick Brown, all those guys up front. They're going to have to get some pressure on Jalen Hurts, stop that running game of Alabama first. But the matchups I'm really watching, cornerback Carlton Davis versus Bama's wide receiver Calvin Ridley. And Auburn's wide receiver, Darius Slayton, the big play threat going up against Mika Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick, of course, has that tweaked hammy. I'm taking Auburn 
plus four and a half. They're at home. Jared Stidham's going to play well once again. How about this one? UVA, Mike, Mikey B's Cavaliers, they have lost 13 straight to their rivals, Virginia Tech. That has to stop. It has to end right now. They were oh so close last week. Where the Cavaliers on the road at Miami, and then the turnovers bit them in the behind. They had three in that ball game. They will not turn it over in this ball game. Josh Jackson, a quarterback for Virginia Tech, freshman, ACC freshman of the year at the season's halfway point. Well, he hasn't been playing like that lately. Five touchdowns, three intercepts. He's only hitting 52% of his passes. I like the Cavaliers, plus seven in that ball game. And Gio won with Navy last week. I'm taking Navy this week. Plus four and a half at Houston. Yeah, Houston's seen Navy before, but they can't stop Navy. They always have a tough time with that option, just like Notre Dame did. And I think Navy wins on the road in H-Town. Not only do they cover, they're going to win the ball game. On to the NFL. And I've got a not only are they going to cover, they're going to win. And it's a shocker probably to many. Give me the Cleveland Browns Mm -hmm. at Cincinnati for their first win of the year. Now, the pick is going to be plus eight and a half, and that's what I'm rolling with because we do the points. So give me the plus eight and a half. But I really believe that the Cleveland Browns are going to win this game because they are just trending in the right direction. Now, I know that sounds nuts, and maybe this is going to be fool's gold, and maybe this is a fool's errand, rather, by me picking these trends that I'm seeing in the NFL. But go back to that Titans game where they lost in overtime. They probably should have won that one. Then they played the Lions tough. And then last week, they played the Jaguars tough. I just think that now they're going to go on the road. They're starting to figure some things out. They're not going to go 0-16. It has to happen somewhere. So why not against the Cincinnati Bengals that are also up and down themselves and could very easily put up a clunker at home against Cleveland? The Browns, plus 8.5. A team that I think is playing as good as anybody that people are not going to be paying attention to is the Carolina Panthers, and maybe they do – this week, minus four and a half at the Jets. The Jets' offense against Tampa uh, was just pathetic a couple weeks ago, and maybe they were just playing above their heads, and maybe they needed this break, and they'll come out and look more themselves this week. But this Panthers defense is too good, and Cam Newton, for whatever reason, without Kelvin Benjamin, is an MVP-type player. So I think that this is going to be one that may get out of hand. The Jets were a great story in the beginning of the year. Should have been 5-5 five and five going into the bye. Didn't happen. 4-6. and six. Could be a wheels-fall-off scenario for them. Carolina minus 4.5 at the Jets. And the Atlanta Falcons are back, man. This team is playing offense at the level that they should be playing offense. They're at home. Minus 10 in a division game is not something that I love, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers might be the worst team in football when they play <laughs> as poorly as they can play. And the Atlanta Falcons, last year they were 6-4. and four. They ended up going on a run. Same thing happens here as the Atlanta Falcons really figure it out and flex their muscles against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A lot of points, but give me Atlanta, minus 10 versus Tampa Bay. Let's go. Nathan Peterman-led Buffalo Bills at Kansas City. Both of these teams need a victory. We don't know who's going to start at quarterback. Sean McDermott, head coach for the Bills, has not announced that yet. But let's say it's Nathan Peterman. Going to Kansas City, you thought it was tough playing at StubHub? You're going to Kansas City, man, the home of the Chiefs. And Kansas City, they need this win so much. And how about Andy Reid? 
kind of sort of dropping his uh, his quarterback in the grease? Who's, whose job is it to make sure the offense clicks? Oh, the quarterbacks. Oh, really? Okay, Alex Smith's going to show you how to click. I like Kansas City minus 10. Green Bay and Pittsburgh, look out, Brett Hundley. You better duck. Y'all better employ some zone reads or something, or Brett Hundley's going to get killed. Pittsburgh, one of the top teams in the league, sacking the quarterback. I like Pittsburgh minus 14. That's right, minus 14. They got... 34 sacks on the season. They're going to add to that total versus that poorest offensive line for Green Bay. Denver and Oakland. Oakland, how you going to get rid of my boy, Ken Norris Jr., like it was his fault, your former defensive coordinator. Bill Musgrave was your former offensive coordinator. Now he's leading that Broncos offense. He's coming to town. I'm taking the Broncos plus five on the road at Oakland. All right, there it is. We'll see if you can catch up. You got a couple of weeks. You're still within striking distance, and... It's really up to me because if I cannot have a terrible week here or there, I'll be able to stay ahead of you. Have a terrible and week, though. This is this is important <laughs> to me to stay ahead of you because <laughs> why? Uh, it's the rubber match oh, of the Geo right. and Jones picks. The rubber match. It's yeah. the rubber. I want. I need to go out on top here. Mm. It has. Okay. It's very very important to me that that happens. Well, we so. know it's all about you, so we got to make sure that doesn't happen. I'm not saying it's all about me, I but know, I'm saying I this. said it. There's a few things that are important to me in, in winning these picks because I had a terrible first year. Mm-hmm. Just absolutely pathetic first year of picks. The worst one I've ever had on any radio station ever. Uh, so I bounced back last year, and we'll see if we can uh, if we can uh, keep it going now. All right, so uh, so what are the plans? You got the fried turkey down there. You're going to go and hang out with your estranged wife and her mother-in-law, or your mother-in-law. Uh, anybody else that's going to show up? Maybe no. the father-in-law who shot somebody in a traffic <laughs> dispute? Or No, 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 no. On? We haven't gotten him a visa yet. <laughs> okay, so he's not allowed there. No, no, no. He's not allowed. And just, just the three of you guys yeah, and, and Hoya, Hoya man. the dog? I'm going to go right. spoon with Hoya. Yeah, don't give Hoya any turkey. It's bad for dogs. I know. That's right. Can't, can't give him a turkey. Can't give him any turkey. Okay. All right. So more that, for that's me. Nice. Yeah. There's going to be yeah. like thirty people. Oh. At this Thanksgiving. Wow. You're gonna have a big old family. Yeah. Big big old family. That's for sure. Yeah. That's how it usually is when we we go down to Houston to hang out with the family. It's a whole bunch of folks like that. But 30, no, man, I'm going to have a little small gathering, and we're going to eat, and we're going to lie on the couch and just flip channels and doze off. Well, that sounds beautiful. Yes. All right, enjoy your family. Enjoy (laughs) your Thanksgiving, and I will talk to you on Monday. You got it, boss. Same to you. Thanks to Houston Nutt, the eternal speaking Mike Oresco. Mikey B, Petey Meats, Bogish, and Jock alone. Enjoy your family. Gio and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.